If you stand with me for a minute. Father God, we thank you. Oh, we worship. Let's just worship God for a second. Father, we thank you. Oh, you are worthy in this place. You're worthy of all honor, all praise, and all glory. We magnify your name this morning, Father. Father, right now, Father, we ask, Father God, that you will think through my thoughts this morning. Speak to my lips, Father. I make a covenant with you right now to speak as an oracle of God. I thank you for grace deposits, truth impartations into our lives. Father, may you do a work in this place, Father, that leaves us damaged in a good way. I pray, Father God, that the Holy Spirit will take control of this service. Have your way, Father. We thank you, Father God, for manifestations of your spirit. We thank you, Father, for manifestations of your power. We thank you for demonstrations, Father. We thank you, Father God, for touching to every heart and every mind, every soul, Father. We thank you again, Father, for what you're going to do. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. My, praise God. You may have a seat. Amen. We're going to get right into things because we, we're aware of, of, of time and we don't want to uh, um, miss what the Lord had assigned me to do here this morning. Amen. If you will, in your Bible, look in the book of Matthew, the, the sixth chapter, Matthew 6, very familiar scripture. In our church, we've been, we've been preaching, we've been talking from the topic of rediscovering the kingdom of God, rediscovering the kingdom of God, because what I've found is is that, you know, what, we, what we've been preaching, what's been being preached from a lot of pulpits, a lot of churches, is not kingdom. And because we're not preaching kingdom, what, what ends up happening is we're, we're producing something that's really not what God had in mind. All right? And so we have to get back to rediscovering what God came to bring to the earth. It wasn't religion. It wasn't denominationalism. It was a kingdom. All right. And so Matthew 6, 33 simply says this. And you all know this. You can quote this. Right. But seek ye first the kingdom, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's his that's his right standing with that kingdom. And all these things shall be added unto you. So my assignment this morning is simply this is to take you on a journey to help you understand and to rediscover God's kingdom. You know, um, I was reading in a newspaper uh, a couple of weeks ago, and there is a, a, a world's largest garbage collection in the ocean, uh, ocean garbage. It's called the, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. This garbage patch, they said, has grown now twice the size of Texas. It's 600,000 square miles, weighs 2,000 tons, all right? And so, so somewhere in the Pacific Ocean between California and Hawaii, there's a pile of garbage. And people say, well, how did that garbage get there? Well, people from the Pacific Rim, the countries that, that, that basically uh, 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 border that, 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 that ocean, have been putting garbage into the ocean for years. And so that garbage is now piled up into a big collection. It wasn't got to do anything. This is what's happening with the message of God's kingdom. Is a lot of people have been putting uh, their own thoughts and their own opinions and their own concepts into God's word. And now we have this pollution that's been polluting the, polluting the, the, the word of God. And so people have no concept of what kingdom is. We know what religion is, but we don't know what kingdom is. 
So we got people, you know, we live on an island, and it's a very religious island. So people have, you know, this religious facade, and people can tell you, you know, uh, uh, well, you can't eat pork. You know, you, you, can't, you can't go to church on, 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 on a Sunday. You got to go on Saturday. They have all these different type of beliefs. You know, you can't put makeup on, you know. And, and they, make, they made the gospel about something that God never intended it to be about. It's not about what you wear or what you look like. It's all about this church. You come here, you know, there's a freedom. Amen. Amen. Nobody's judging you because what you got on or what you don't got on, Amen. what you driving in. Come on. So we've made, we made the gospel about something that God never intended to be about. So we have to get back to rediscovering what God meant when he said for us to seek first the kingdom of God. All right? So, so we have to first of all look at this. Look at Psalms 115. Psalms 115. Now, when you talk about the kingdom, you have to realize that, that the word kingdom, kingdom, is two words. It's a grammatical construct. So it's one word is king and then dumb. So it really means it's the king's domain. All right? So when you have a king's domain, then you're talking about where the king rules. All right? And what God came into the earth to do was not to set up a, a democracy, but he came to set up a kingdom. Right. Now, most of us, because we grew up in a democracy, and so we, 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 we have a, this, this, this thought that in the kingdom of God operates like a democracy. Right. You know, in the kingdom, nobody else's uh, 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 thoughts or nobody else's opinion matters right. but what the king says. Right. When the king decrees something, that's it. But see, in Christianity, what we've done is because we come from this democracy. So we think, well, well, when God says, okay, you shouldn't do that, that's a suggestion. Okay, oh, you, 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 shouldn't, you shouldn't sleep with so-and-so's wife. Oh, well, God's just, he just suggesting that. No, it's a kingdom. So when the king declares something, that means that that's the rule. That's, a, that's, that's what he expects the rule to be. Right. And we can't come, you know, you, you're not going to go into in, in a kingdom and tell the king what to do. That's right. You're a subject of that kingdom. So Psalms 115 says this. It says that, that the heavens, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth he is given unto man. So here's the thing that God's done. God has shared his kingdom with you and I. He has shared his kingdom with you and I. So he has given you and I uh, uh, the ability to exercise dominion on this earth. So that means that things that, 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 well, he says in Genesis that we're supposed to have dominion over the plants, the earth, Every creeping thing. Right. You know, when I was a young man, you know, I grew up, in, like Pastor Reed said, New York. You know, and so when I was a young man, I, I, I had gotten involved with drugs. And, you know, I, I spent most of my teenage years drugged up. 
Glory to God. I know, I know it's a miracle I'm here today. Amen. You know, and, and even to the point where I got to the point where I got arrested and, and was, was, uh, wasn't for the grace of God, would have spent several years in prison. But God is good. Amen. And, you know, when you think about people who are, or who are strung out on drugs, what, what does drugs come from? It, it comes from plants. It comes from the earth. It comes from things that, that God created. So when you think about that, you know, God says we're supposed to have dominion over these things. But here we live in a society where these things that we're supposed to have dominion over have dominion over us. Some people, their drug wasn't, wasn't drugs, but their drug is money. Well, where does money come from? Well, you know, the, the, the currency itself is made on paper. Where does paper come from? A tree. All right? So, again, God is saying this is something we're supposed to have dominion over, but yet it's having dominion over us. So, God has shared his, his dominion with us. We are his representatives in this earth. So, you and I are supposed to rule and reign in this earth by the one Jesus Christ. That's our assignment, all right? He says, the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he is given unto man. So that means man has authority in this earth. Man has say in this earth. That's why if the devil wants to do something, he has to influence a man. Come on, somebody. So the thing is, is that, that, that we have the ability to rule. We live in a, in a country that is still under the British flag. I don't know if you know that about Cayman. Cayman is a British commonwealth. So they are still under the British flag. Now, even though they're their own separate country, but they are still a colony of the British Empire. You realize that there was a time where the British Empire is said that, that the sun never set on the British Empire because it was so massive. So when you think about colonization, what, what was colonization? It was, it was England desiring to extend its kingdom in other places. Is that not right? Colonizers. <laughs> <laughs> They were, they, were, they were desiring to extend their kingdom to other places, right? So that means the same rule that was, was, was in British would be the same rule that was in this territory that the kingdom was extended to, okay? And so if the, if the queen uh, 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 declared something in Britain, that same rule extended to the territory. Let it be on earth as it is in heaven. So God's purpose of sending Jesus wasn't to, to, uh, uh, to get back religion. It wasn't to get back a denomination. It wasn't to get back a set of rules or regulation. It was to get back a kingdom. Because that what was lost. That's what he lost. That's what Adam lost. When Adam bowed his knee to Satan, what he lost was a kingdom. How do we know that? Well, let's go back and look at Genesis. Genesis 1.26. Genesis 1.26. 
Then God said, let us, everybody said, let us. Make man in our own image according to our likeness. Let us. Then he says, let them. Everybody said, let them. Have dominion. So he says, let us, talking about God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, let us make man in our image, our likeness, and let them, let them, let them, somebody's going to get it, let them have dominion. Who has the dominion? That's kind of weak. Some of y'all still kind of, well, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I got the man. No, 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 no. Let us make man and let them have dominion. So what you have is delegated authority. Let me show you the power of delegated authority. You realize that, that, that how many of you ever see a, a police officer or a traffic cop and they standing in the middle of the street, right? right? And that traffic cop goes like this, yeah. Yeah. all right? And you in your Hummer, right. right? That traffic cop about what, buck 50, maybe 200, right? right? And he's like, halt, stop, don't go any further, all right? You driving a one-ton truck, right. all right? But you know what? If you don't stop, uh-huh. there's repercussions and consequences, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Right? Because you recognize he got a badge on, uh-huh. all right? Uh-huh. I'm not talking about no rental cop. I'm talking about, uh, 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 yeah. come on, right? Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, NYPD, you New York's finest, right? Yeah. Come on, he got, he got a badge on, right? And when you see that badge, all right, you recognize there's authority. Come on, somebody. So when you see that badge, you're like, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Because why? You're not scared of the man because you're thinking, I, I could take him, right? That's what you're thinking, right? But, but, but what you realize is that what's backing him, all right, so that's delegated authority, all right? So you may look in the mirror and just see, well, I, I, I just see Sally. I see Brian, okay? But the thing is, is, is God has delegated to you authority. So when the enemy sees you, he doesn't just see you. He sees the kingdom. All right? So, so God said, let them have dominion over the fish, over, the, over the, all the, sea, the plants and seeds, and over the cattle of the sea, and all this and that other thing, and let them have dominion. Let them rule. All right? To, have, to, to, to give dominion means to establish a sovereign, kingly, master, governor, responsible for reigning over a designated territory. Now watch this. Now watch this. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is where? You can't see the kingdom of God, right? You can't say here or there is the kingdom because the kingdom of God is 
within you. So what does that mean? It's portable. Come on, somebody. That means, so, so I'm right here, all right, and the kingdom of God is in me. But when I go over here, guess what? I brought the kingdom with me. See, when I lived in New York, the kingdom was in me. When I went over to Cayman, I brought the kingdom with me. Why? Because the kingdom is within. So the territory in which God has come to establish his kingdom is in the heart of man. So the kingdom is within you. And wherever you go, you're supposed to demonstrate that kingdom. Now here's the problem. Because we think the kingdom is, is just when we come to church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, because I'm worshiping, right? But, but, but when I get on job, the job Monday morning, and that coworker who get on my last, you know that last nerve that you keep? That last nerve. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And that coworker that, that, that knows how to just get on that last nerve. And instead of you representing the kingdom, what do you represent? You represent your hood. There you go. <laughs> Come on. I got to tell people in the island sometimes because they, they be testing me. They be, they be testing the brother. They be testing the brother. I, got, I said, look, you don't want me to act like where I'm from. I give them that look. They said, Pastor, oh. Oh, yeah, you from New York. Oh, oh, okay. I get what you mean. I said, now you want me to act like where I'm from. Okay? But how many of you that's the wrong response? God forgive me. I plead the blood. Amen. But no, no. Nah, nah. But the thing is, is that, that, that when, when pressure comes, because the kingdom is portable and the kingdom is within you, then what you ought to do is give them the kingdom and not the peace of your mind. Come on, somebody. Your response ought to be a kingdom response. Now, here's what I run into. I know you, you don't run into this here, Pastor Rich. I know you don't run into this because this is Queens. So you don't got this problem here. Okay. But see, where, where I go, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a New York boy, so I go over to the Caribbean, you know, and I tell people, okay, this is what the Bible said. And they say, well, pastor, you know, this is the Caribbean man. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, and so we don't do things that way here, man. <laughs> Think, things are differently. We, let, let us teach you a thing or two about how things are done here, man. <laughs> and I go back to my, I'm, I'm going back to my Bible. I say, I say okay. Do we got the same Bible? Right. Like, you know, do, do we got the same 66 books? I mean, you know, are we reading from the same canon? Right. Uh, so, 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 so if you're saying that, that what you do here is different than what I do there, then something is wrong. Right. Because the kingdom of God has a culture. Right. All right? The kingdom of God has a culture. And that culture transcends your culture transcends your background of where you came from. Right. You know, when we were over in Queensbridge, we realized that, 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 you know, certain things meant different things to people. Like we had this issue of talking about with our, our leaders. We said, okay, we want you to give us an honest response to this question. 
and we realize that honesty meant, meant different things to different people. See, because, you know, Queensbridge is one of those, you know, you know, y'all know Queensbridge. So it's one of those type of places where, you know, you know, you honor among thieves, you know, and, and, and we, 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 we tight. All right. It's no words. So, so, you know, if someone does something, you know, well, we don't snitch. I ain't no snitch. I ain't no, I, I ain't no snitch, man. All right. Snitches get, snitches get stitches. Right? So, so in other words, within Queensbridge, they create their own culture. So you come in with the kingdom, it's, oh, we don't, we don't do that. So what we find, we got people coming into the kingdom of God, and they're bringing their own culture. Not understanding that the kingdom already has a culture. Come on, somebody. Let me, let me hip, hip you on something. You realize the Bible says that, that we're ambassadors. You know what an ambassador does? An ambassador represents the kingdom that sent him. Come on, somebody. An ambassador represents the kingdom that sent him. In other words, when an ambassador goes to another country, he doesn't go to that other country to give his opinion. Well, I think, I think. No, when the ambassador goes to another country, he goes with an attache. And then that attache is responses, come on, from his kingdom. So someone comes and says, okay, what do you think about homosexuality? Well, you know, I, I, I don't. But let me see what my kingdom says. Okay. An article, the, the kingdom says, it's a botchery. You know, it, it, you know, it's an abomination, right? That's what, that's what, so I didn't say that. That's what my kingdom said. So I'm only legally allowed to say what my kingdom says. What do you think about fornication? You know, hey, do what you want to do. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't have a preference, you know. Uh, but, but I'm an ambassador. So I can't come and give you what I think. And we get into these flat out fights with people. Well, come on. Well, God understands. You know, that's, that's Old Testament we're in a new age and God understands I got needs. The kingdom has established rules, expectations, guidelines, which we all have to live by. Because when a king decrees a thing, it's so. So we can't come into the kingdom and say, you know, as it's a, if it's a democracy, well, you know, I like, I like this part here. You know, oh, yeah, the, the blessing of the Lord will make you rich. I like that part. I like that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that part. But, but when God says you ought to forgive somebody who hurt you, oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't, I don't like that part, Pastor. I don't like that part, Pastor. 
Oh, and the scripture says that you need to submit under leadership. Come on, somebody. Well, I, I, well, I don't think I have to submit. I know just as much as I know just as much as he does. Well, if 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 God wanted you to be the head of this church, He would make you the head of this church. Come on, somebody. So if God puts you under somebody, then that means that you are to be under that person. You know, that submission means to come under. Come on. Uh, Y'all getting tight on me. Okay, so this, this, this is a sore point. Submission means to come under. When you submit, you come under somebody. All right? And God's kingdom, again, is not a democracy, but it's a theocracy. That means God rules. So if ever there's a disagreement between what we're saying or what was said or what was the opinion, we go back to what God's rule is. Amen? All right. Real quickly. Real quickly. Turn over to the book of Ephesians. Turn to the book of Ephesians. I want you to realize that when Jesus came to the earth, he didn't come preaching a denomination. He didn't come preaching religion. He came preaching a kingdom. He says, repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God has come. So he didn't come preaching do's and don'ts, and, and don't get me wrong, that, you know, that, 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 again, there's a culture the kingdom has, okay? But if we, make the, if we make the gospel do's and don'ts, we're not preaching the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom and right standing with that kingdom. Now watch this. Look at Ephesians, the... Um, I believe it's the fourth chapter. Let me get there. Ephesians 4. Let me get there. Ephesians fourth chapter. All right. Let's start uh, um, verse 22. Ephesians 4, 22. Now in this whole scripture, he's talking about uh, starting in verse 17, he starts talking about the new man, right? And that we're, we're to put off the old, put on the new. So 22, he says, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man. That's the man that, that, that wasn't born again. Now, let me just, this, this back up here so I can get some context to this. He's talking in Ephesians, he's talking to Christians. The book, the book of, of Ephesians is Paul's letter to the Ephesian church. So he's not talking to unsaved, unborn again, un, unrenewed folks. He's talking to people who ought to know better. Okay, you don't like that? You don't like that? Okay, all right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's all right. That's all right. You gonna like me while I'm done? Uh, he says here that, that, that you put off the old concerning the former conduct of the old man, which grew corrupt according to deceitful lusts. That you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on, everybody said put on. You put on the new man. That means there ought to be some old things that when you come in the kingdom, you take off. 
And there ought to be some new things that when you come in the kingdom that you put on. That means if there was some con conduct that you had when you were, before you were saved, now you're saved, there ought to be a difference. There ought to be something that I can look and say, oh, okay, there's a change in you. You shouldn't, if you were smoking weed before you got saved, you shouldn't be smoking weed no more. Come on, somebody. If you were sniffing cocaine before you got saved, if you were swinging from a pole, no condemnation. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to feed your baby. I got it. But come on. But after you got saved, you take off the old and you put on the new. Oh, Pastor, you got to understand. You got to understand, Pastor. You know, I, I got to do what I got to do. You know, I, I got a baby got to eat. But he said here, he says, no, because why? It's a new kingdom. So that means there's new rules. There's new culture. All right? Watch this. Watch this. 25. You ready? Therefore, put away... Do y'all see that? Therefore, put away lying. Okay, all right, all right, hold on. Pastor Richie, Pastor Richie. So, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. So, he's talking to the Christian folk. He's talking to the same folk. He's talking to people, church, sanctify, fill with the Holy Ghost. And he got to tell them, stop lying. Oh, okay, wait, 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 so, he told him to say for say for don't lie no more don't you think that 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 you ought to know what you got saved I mean even when you before you get saved you know that lying is not not right the one boy said what's a lie somebody asked his little boy said what's a lie he said it's an abomination unto God and the teacher said, that's right, that's right. And he ended up, he said, but it's an ever-present help in a time of need. <laughs> that's like most Christians. Come on, we, we know it's wrong, but boy, it sure come in handy when you need it. I know I shouldn't lie, but you know, but Pastor asked me, no, 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 Pastor, I didn't, mm, I didn't go there. <laughs> so big word, big bird's word for the day is stop lying. <laughs> I know you, you didn't come to church and hear this revelation. I know this, this, this is not deep, and you know I'm not going deep, deep, deep. I, I, I get that, I get that. That's not the assignment today. The, the assignment today is to simply tell you stop. Stop, stop lying. <laughs> right? And he goes on, he says, he says, he says, stop lying and let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. We are members of one another. And he goes on and says, be angry. So ain't nothing wrong with being angry. You know, you could be angry, but just don't sin. You know, I find something about anger. Anger, anger actually, if, if properly placed, can motivate you. You know, um, 
I did a teaching a couple of months ago talking about depression. You realize that, that anger is depression turned inward. So when you find somebody who's depressed, it's because that person had taken that anger and instead of properly placing it, instead of properly appropriating it, they turned it inward. And so because of that, they become depressed. And then rage is anger exploding outward. So anger can be a good thing, but if, if it's not dealt with properly, it can be explosive. So it's anger, be angry, but sin not. And he goes on and says here, he says, uh, um, nor give place to the devil, verse 28, let him who steals, stole, steal no longer. Okay, wait, wait, again. We're talking to Christians. Stop stealing. Now you, shouldn't th- you think you should have to tell a Christian to stop stealing, but he's telling the church folk, stop stealing. Stop stealing. That would be revelation, but you know, it shouldn't be revelation to anybody that you, you shouldn't steal and go to church. But some people still do. Stop stealing. Because it's a new kingdom that you're under. And he goes on after that and he says, stop stealing, but rather let him labor working with his hands that he may have something to give. That he may have something to give. So now he's introducing a new kingdom concept. He's saying, said, you know, in your former life, this is what you did. You lied, you cheated, you stole, you act crazy. He says, but now in this kingdom, come on, you, 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 you act differently. You behave differently. There ought to be a change. There's a song that was sung some, a long time ago. It says, there's something on the inside. Working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. You know, in the last, as I close, I got saved at at, uh, around 17 years old. And my testimony is I was on a park bench in the projects. I had a 40 ounce in one hand. And I had some weed in the other hand. And And some dudes came to the park that day to witness and it was a white dude and a black dude. Never forget this. And they, me and my friends were sitting there, and we, we, we were smoking, we passing the joint, we, we drank in the 40s, and we just, we just having a good time. And these guys had the boldest enough to come up to us and said, do you know Jesus? Now, my friend was, because, you know, he, he, he went to church, so he was a little bit reverent. He put the, the weed down. He was like, I was like, yo, nah, I don't know Jesus, man. But, but the thing is, is he prayed for me. And I got saved. I got saved. But let me tell you something. I no longer smoke weed. I no longer drink 40s. Come on. Why? Because there's been a change in my life. It doesn't matter where you started at, where you, where you came from, 
what country or what culture or what background. You may have come from an abused background. You may have been abandoned by your parents. You may have been overlooked. You may have been treated like a redheaded stepchild. But it makes no difference of your past. Because the Bible says that, that you are now part of the family of God. You've, you've, you, you are now part of a new family. And in this family, we have a different culture. This family, we have a father that never leaves. We have a father that never abuses. Come on. We have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So in this family, there, there are a different set of rules that, that we live by. So, so those old things that we used, those old patterns of life that we used to live, those old ways of thinking that we used to have, we can't bring that up in here. Why? Because this is kingdom. This is kingdom. And it's not kingdom because this is a church. It's kingdom because you're here. Look at the person next to you and say, you're royalty. A king lives in you. And wherever you go, you bring that kingdom with you. And that kingdom ought to be on display. If we're going to win this world for Jesus, we got we to stop preaching religion and we got to start preaching kingdom. And, and we don't need just to preach it. We need to demonstrate it. Come on. Father, I thank you this morning. Father, I pray that, that something would, that was said this morning would, would pierce the hearts of the believers, would challenge them, Father God, to, to move from their place and to, to, to come into a higher place, a higher realm to walk more securely with you. That they would embrace the kingdom concepts. They would embrace the kingdom of God, Father. I pray, Father God, of, of every person in the sound of my voice that you will cause them, Father, to rise up and to live the life that you have created for them to live. We thank you again, Father, for what you're doing in this place and what you continue to do over this congregation. We pray over Pastor Richie and his family, Father. We pray over this church and we pray for the blessings of God to hit this church and to propel it into its future. We thank you for all these things now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together. Thank you.